Welcome to Kiss and Tel Aviv, where we put the love in Tel Aviv. I'm your host, Margot, and this is Tel Aviv's first and only dating, sex, and relationships podcast. And in today's episode, I am joined by the one and only Israeli Delicious, aka Kayla, who is an absolutely amazing entrepreneur and spice dealer. I'll let her tell you all about it. And we are going to discuss the best and worst date spots in Tel Aviv. And I could not be more excited. Kayla, welcome to Kiss in Tel Aviv. Hi, Margot. I am so excited to be here. This is awesome. Tell us about you, about your business, and why we should listen to you talk to us about date spots in Tel Aviv. Sure. Okay. So I've been in Israel a little under seven, eight years. Um, I moved here right after I finished my university and did the army, did my MBA and a lot of dates. Where did you make Aliyah from? Originally from Connecticut. I run an Instagram called Israeli Delicious and somewhere during Corona, I realized that no one was finding their American spices in Mm -hmm. Tel Aviv anymore Um, or they weren't flying and able to bring them back and there was nowhere to bring them and have them here. So I started making spices. I do very basic American girl spices, everything bagel, pumpkin spice, taco seasoning, uh, you know, and things like that. And so I sell them and yeah, I'm a bit of a foodie if I can say it without being pretentious. And so I know a lot of bars and restaurants and no one has been on more good and bad first dates uh maybe except for you but uh, <laughs> yeah you may have some competition but there you per- go. perhaps we're equal on that but i've got some stories that could rock you so we'll see i'm excited to hear some of those will you be kind enough to share them with us i could be persuaded all right we've got our wine here we're chilling and let's get into the date spots now I would like to personally thank Kayla. If you guys listened to the last episode, I mentioned that we were going to be doing this collab and I had Kayla and I were hanging out at an event at our friend Danielle's house. Shout out Danielle. And she had recommended October as a date spot. And I've mentioned it before, but October on Chada'am was a place that I had really wanted to go. And you had been like, yes, you need it's, to go there. It's, it's a, a really, really chill spot. bar. It's just like the perfect amount of like dark and nice. And there's like twinkle lights in the background. They have an outside area. They have an inside area. It's just so chill. And I like it because I felt comfortable there. And that was mm-hmm. like one of my classic spots that I would go like twice a week if I had a first date. And they weren't going to tell me like, weren't you here yesterday? Mm-hmm. Like that's something I wanted. And it's also like, you know, that feeling which you've talked about so many times, which is like, that dread of not wanting to go on that date. Yes. And at least you can be at somewhere you like that's yes. close to your home, that you're comfortable, that you can wear whatever, you know, it's Tel Aviv. You can wear Casual whatever you want. Casual or, yeah, it exactly. won't matter. Like, I don't want to have to always go to like a cocktail bar that's going to have to yes. impress and whatever. Sometimes you want to just have a neighborhood Come bar. as you are. Yep. Totally. And that's, that's a really good point. I think when, you know, we've talked about in the last episode, dating fatigue and, you know, that kind of dread that you get before a first date and meeting someone for the first time, it can kind of be exhausting. But to your point, if you know that you're going to a place that you really enjoy, then it's kind of like just... You're going to enjoy it either way. Totally. I love that idea. Um, I know you've had some first dates that have been a bit mm, <laughs> not so great. However, it seems as though you have put the first date stage behind you. Let us know your relationship status. Not that that defines anyone on the podcast, but tell us a little bit more about that. Doesn't define me. Um, I am engaged. Mazel tov. Thank you. I have a very 
perfect guy that I met on an app. Amazing, really? Okay, tell met, us more. Met on OkCupid, and um, I definitely had been on so many first dates that I really knew what I was looking for as much as, like, you can. Yeah. I had this, like, imaginary list, like, tall, brunette, engineer, sarcastic, like, all these things, and he, like, not that this always works, but, like, checks off every box and okay. more, and... I like how you had sarcastic on your list. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but really, we met on an app, and I had a rule. So I never gave out a phone number before a first date on an app. Hmm. Because then you end up with these guys texting you. Yeah. And I got really tired of that because I went on a lot of first dates. And so I would say, let's keep it on the app until after the first date. Because after the first date, then I'll give you my number. Like, it's not, like you can schedule... A, you know, I, and I didn't like to talk to people too much. I went through that. I, that I totally am with you on about yeah. like there's I think if you do give your number away, it should be 48 hours maximum that you guys are texting back and forth before you have a date. But right. my question is how so you would just discuss the yeah. location and the whereabouts through the app. Yep. Meet up through the app. Let's keep it there. That's what I would definitely do more towards the end. But the funny thing and why I'm mentioning it is because with my fiance, he had a rule that he wanted to do a phone call before a first date, which I thought, murderer. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I liked him so much and he was so cute and I was like, you know what? Fine. And and he, and he was going to bend his rule and just not do the phone call. And I was like, no, I'll bend my rule. I'll, I'll have the phone call with you. Okay. So yeah, we went to Voodoo Bar. It's on Bencion. Oh, I know King Voodoo. George. Of course, like, I know right, Voodoo. Yeah, yeah, right, right by the like, Max Oz, Twenty yeah, on Bencion. Yes. I don't. You know why we went? Because it was pouring, pouring torrential downpour. One of those horrible rains where I show up, and he was like, "Do you want to cancel?" And I was like, "I'm not made of sugar. I, you know, I'm not Dude, gonna melt." Yeah, I love when guys try to use rain as an excuse. They're what? like, "But it's raining, eh, so maybe you should just come over." <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, but and so he was like, "Should we reschedule?" And I was like, "No." fine and I leave my apartment and I'm wearing jeans and I put a pair of sweatpants oh I was like apparently very committed okay Connecticut come through I had no idea how committed I was to this first date I put on sweat like uh, pajama pants over and I show up to the bar and immediately I like I'm ripping off that is so funny because and I'm like soaking I have a video of that night like it's like one of those like you're walking through like you know knee level so I get to the bar and I change my socks because I brought a pair of socks and then I don't put my shoes back on the rest of the night. And about like a half an hour in, I realized I have to go to the bathroom. And oh I was God. like, I, I'm not wearing shoes. And you I were go, not wearing shoes. No, just wait. And so I go, I go, you know, I'm not wearing shoes. And if I put my shoes on to go to the bathroom, then they'll be wet. But right now the socks are dry. And he was like, okay. And I was like, I need your shoes. Oh, <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. Continue. Anyway, so I took his shoes and went to the bathroom probably like three times throughout the night. And uh, yeah, it was a very good first date. I'll say that. <laughs> was he wearing Blundstones? Uh, maybe I was. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a Blundstones person. Than, I don't even know if he has Blundstones. But he is Israeli. Okay. Um, but his parents are Argentinian. Nice. And so he has perfect English and he hates Israelis, which is a huge plus Which for is me. great. That's yeah. a compatibility score off the charts already. Yeah. Tall brunette engineer. Yeah. All I wanted in life. There you go. There you go. Sarcastic. I love it. I love it. And um, my next question is, what is his sign? Um, he's uh, um, When's uh, his birthday? He's a G- Gemini. Okay. So, and you're an Aquarius. I'm an so Aquarius. you're both air signs. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, and with that said, um, let's get into the date spots. So, as we just mentioned, October. Um, I also have... You talked about the rain. I have this sort of thing where there's like summer bars and mm, winter bars. Definitely. Do you feel the same way? 
Yeah, for sure. I guess it's like where if you want to be inside or outside. Like I could see October being much more of like a winter it's, bar. Right? For it is. Yes. But like I don't know. Like, where would you want to go in the summer? Like, Bicicleta or the Prince? I always want to go to Bicicleta no matter the time of year. I was just there on Thursday. I was there twice last week. I cannot get enough. But I have an unpopular opinion. I'm not the biggest fan of the Prince. Okay. Why I, do you feel that way? I just feel like it's... The food is just, like, not that great. And I'm a Bicicleta bitch. Yeah. Like, I will... You will always find me there to the point where the bartenders know me. The first time anybody ever recognized me from TikTok was at Bicicleta. Shout out to the bartender. If you're listening (laughs) to this, you know who you are. And she said to me, she goes, girl, I've seen you in here like three times this week. And you were like with different dudes and like the same table and the same outfit. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that's me. But Um, I look good, right? Yeah. One time, I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast, but um, I went to Bicicleta with this guy. He told me we're going to go to Abraxas North. And I was like, cool. All right. Great. I show up and he's like, all right, where should we go? And I was like, I thought you said we were going to Abraxas. And he's like, well, we can try, but it's Thursday. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, you fucking idiot. And this was like right when things were opening up again. I'm like, you didn't make a reservation, did you? And he was like, well, no. And then we tried Bushwick. And of course, he walks in, can't get a table because it's like fucking 930 on a Thursday. In what world? Idiot. So then we end up at Bicicleta, which is I'm cool with, but I'm like, bro, you should have thought this through. I think the lack of preparation is always such a turnoff. I mean, you've said it before, but it's just like, do something. Yeah. Play an active role in a state. Please. Yeah. Guys, we've talked about this before, but the worst and most annoying thing that you can do when you ask a girl out is do the like, will you want to go? (laughs) It's like, just pick something and maybe we'll tell you if we like that place or not. But just... Just pick something because like, half of the work, what guys don't understand is preparation is half of it. You're halfway fucking there to a good date if you just prepare. Make a reservation, call ahead, and just get a spot to sit. How hard is that? Hey guys, just jumping in here really quickly. Thank you so much for listening this far. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Stay tuned for a very special gift. Kayla, take it away as a fun gift to all of the listeners, if you've listened to this far, if you add a pumpkin spice and an everything bagel to your cart on IsraeliDelicious.com and use the code KISS in Tel Aviv, the first five people are going to have free orders. So enjoy that. I hope you've been listening and feel free to follow me and Margot and keep listening and keep enjoying. Speaking of bars, one of the things that I can't stand is when you go to a bar And it's like an indoor bar and everyone's smoking. Cigarettes, Mosner. Mosner, thank you. I I mean, I'm not, I don't smoke cigarettes. You know what I mean? Right, I quit like five years ago. It's just, it's, and and then as soon as you leave, you have to shower. And I have to wash my hair. At least twice. It's like. At least twice. It's like, I I can't do it anymore. And I've been to the Mosner and I've had some questionable nights at the Mosner with some questionable folks. Uh But uh like, you have to be kind of like stupid fucking drunk to sit in there and not let it have like you already need to be kind of lit before you can sit in a bar like that and actually enjoy it and there's like two seats outside that is like an old man's pub also um they're all high top tables like you're all sitting and i do think that's something to be said about a a date spot like do you want to be on a low chair do you want to be on a couch do you want to be on a high top table like what kind of vibe do you want to sit do you want to sit across from them do you want to sit next to them like those are things that can also be taken into account like it 
I am a firm believer in that the bar, in any place, whether you're at a restaurant or a bar, it sit at the bar. I always, 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 whenever I'm going to make a reservation, always on the bar because it's just like you always get shots. You get to kind of interact with the bartender. It's pretty low pressure. Definitely. And there's not like a waitress coming at you all the time. It's easy to get their attention. I agree. I'm with you. It's and just they're like, just like, it's a fun you vibe. You have a third person to talk to, to yes. kind of banter off of. If you have nothing to talk to, to your date. That's Which maybe, hopefully you do. Hopefully but... you do. But if the date's not going well, you know, you can have another person to flirt with. Because they're always happy to flirt for a tip. And totally. Like kind of engage totally. With you a little yeah. Bit. And they and get that, you a little drunk. Yeah. And then they're like, you know. They can suggest more food and like more drinks. Now, I have this sort of theory about locations within the city to have a good first date. And here's my controversial take. I feel like Disney Golf is not what it once was. It's like it used to be like when I first right. made Aliyah in Cold 2012, yeah. 11 or whatever. Like it was the it was the it was. Dizengoff. Right. I mean, it was it. And Every I don't know bar. if I've just like grown up and like I don't like spending time over there anymore or I've just moved to a different area where I'm just... But Dizengoff has lost no, a lot it's of its still, like... But it still exists because I'm always yeah. shocked that every time I do end up somehow over there at that time of day, right. I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. What are you doing here? Why are Why you are here? There's so many of them. And they pour into the street, right? Yes, it's not because enough. they, they uh, like shortened the street. Yeah, and... They added the bike lane and now the sidewalk is like half the size. And I'm just like, I, I, I feel uncomfortable. I'm just like, want to put my music on and like... Yeah. I walk ne- on the street next to it. Like, it's yeah. not even worth it. Yeah. But, so, yeah, Dizengoff, absolutely not. Any They're of just, those bars, I mean, yeah. intimacy, you know? Also, like, I had my first date six, seven years ago with my ex at Spice House. Okay. Which is fine, but I feel like it's just so basic. I did my 25th birthday there, and I loved it, and it was amazing. But I'm 30, You're and thir- I don't exactly, like, exactly. Wanna, like, you know, the crack toast is delicious, it's amazing. and the cocktails are good. The thing, delicious cocktail. Yeah. But I'm really just... Just over it. Yeah. yeah. It's it, it. I remember, though, about eight or so years ago when that place first opened up, wow. it was like, wow. Co- what is this? Cocktails were not really a thing in Tel Aviv. If you are new to Tel Aviv... You don't know how good you have it. <laughs> 10 years ago, we did not have happy hour. There was like one or two happy hours in the city. And it was we did not have cocktails. None. And if you did, it was just like the most insane. It was Imperial. That was right. like the only place you could but that's go. that's what? Four seats? <laughs> exactly. And then Spice House opened and it was kind of like, wow. And then... And it used to be more intimate how is that possible but i remember being like i remember it was smaller smaller. and also like they used to have much more of a vibe like now like the bathrooms are shit yeah but it used to be when it do you remember when it first opened yes there was edgar Allan poe playing playing in the bathroom it was so cool yes and it was like such a vibe and there was all this like old apothecary stuff yeah and the bartenders would like make the drinks and they would be in the and they had like the skeleton and like it was just like way and you know, they used to have, it was just much more of a vibe. And right. they had the back, it was just different. And then they had its sister bars, like Concierge, yeah. and Room Service used to be a place. If you if you go back, if you're an OG listener and you listen to episode one, Room Service was still open back in the day, but now it's a different, it's a different place. It's, it's what? Fishbone. Fishbone. It's Tell us, su- do you like Fishbone? Well, so I went and I liked it. It's a sushi place and I thought this, like the quality of fish was pretty good and they have happy hour, which I think is totally chauvet. Like when yeah. else do you see uh, like a cocktail bar slash sushi place that has a happy hour right. on Dizengoff? Like 
I went. They have like a cool stair thing. And I went for a date night and we had fun. Cool. Okay, so Fishbone, you recommend for for an earlier kind of like happy hour? Yeah, like a happy, happy hour. I, mean, I think it really depends. Like, are we eating? What date is this? Is the first date, a second date? Like, right. So let's talk about, let's name a couple of first date spots that are totally easy and casual. So we have... Bicicleta. Bicicleta. I still would say the Prince. I think I want to be for the me. The Prince is good. Maybe I should try to go back to the Prince again. I, I just go ha- back. I ate something there once. It was gross, and I just so haven't don't eat. been back. Just get a drink. Yeah. All right. I I went on a really awkward date there, and I sat there and I ordered another drink when I really didn't mm. want to be on the date anymore. And I think that was the last time I was at the Prince. So maybe I need to go and like experience. reclaim yeah. it. I think for me, anywhere that's comfortable, I usually like a lower seat. Even though I do love, I agree with you, I like sitting at the bar, but I also like a lower seat because mm-hmm. I just want to be comfortable. I'm like all about comfort. High tops are not, they're so awkward because you can't scoot your chair in and you're like, uh, uh, yeah. and it's and if awkward. You, wanna, you like, can't look sexy in a high seat trying to scoot your chair in. Right, so there's pros and cons to sitting at a bar. Yep. But yeah, October, things like that. There's actually, um, I don't know, like Stacks. Have you ever been there? It was my backup when October was full. Okay. Because all of a sudden October got popular at one point. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't. Like, and you don't want to go to the Mosner and walk no. out of there smelling like a can't fucking chimney. Stacks is, it's off of Rothschild on Nachmani or something like okay. that over there. And yeah, just like another bar. There's like a couple seats outside and like a bar on the inside and there's it's dark and quiet and I know chill. stocks now it's that you a, mention it's got it a pink it's a costume like Cicchetti yes yes which what do you what are your feelings on is it Cicchetti or Cicchetti Cicchetti the one on Yehuda Levy yeah it has also really good happy hour yes like 30% off on food or something cool um yeah, I mean, again, like, what are we doing? Are we having food? If we're having food on a date, I assume that we're in love because I like. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I mean, I, I mean, I don't need to air all my dirty laundry, but I feel like it was either I was like at a bar, yeah. and or at someone's house. Like, I feel like I wasn't doing a lot of like dinner dates, right? Um, also, those usually come after a couple of nice first drink dates. You right. know, then you do the dinner date, and or you can be like me. And the other night, I went on a date number five with the October boy and we for, just forgot to eat dinner and ended up getting smashed. We love to see it. Yeah, and then we ended up at fucking radio oh. at like 2 oh. a.m. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. but did you have fun? Yeah, okay. yeah. I almost fell over because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was mm-hmm. like, I did not eat dinner. I have to go. That's we need to always leave. the trick. It was cool about it though. It, was, it wasn't my shining, most mm-hmm. shining mm-hmm. moment, but you know, whatever. It was a fun night. Um, okay. It sounds fun. So, we have... Now let's but those, talk. But I would say October and Stacks are more indoor places. Bicicleta mm-hmm. and Bushwick and the Prince. Bushwick. Are, I really like Bushwick. They have great cocktails. They do. They have fun cocktails. They have the outdoor area that in the back, yep. and that's just you know it's and it's also more secluded, just like a nice. It's spot. intimate. I don't like to be seen. I don't feel. I don't like to feel like I'm being perceived on a first date. And I know that that's probably the spotlight effect making me think that everybody's staring at right. me. But like sometimes. Sometimes people are. I'm always staring at people when they're on a first date because I'm a fucking creep. So why wouldn't they be doing that to me? She looks unhappy. Yeah. (laughs) He looks horrible. Let's talk about wine bars, speaking of. Because when you said Bushwick, I thought about Yain Bekerem, which is right over there on Nachla Benjamin. I went to another place recently. I think it was called Bosa. No, I maybe made that up. It's uh, if, wow, maybe I'll look it up. Can I look it up? Um, We'll confirm in the show notes. Yeah, we'll confirm. She'll post it. (laughs) But it's, um... I think I agree. Like wine shops that are wine bars are fun. They are. And there's a new one um, on King George uh, that is owned by Beatrice, the cheese shop. Yes. It's on and she opened. They opened up a conjoined 
bar that used to be where post, it used to be post cafe that's like right on the pina of like rashi and king george there's a wine bar over there now yeah well i don't yeah it used to be like a wine shop for a bit it was a bar it kind of went back and forth it used to be called post cafe they also super intimate super small and they do um and they have like cheese now because it's owned by the cheese people and that's also i would say a really intimate cute spot okay there's also a little wine bar over on melchet and Schenken that also has um a cheese shop and it's right it's right there and like you can also kind of grab adina I think that's what it's called, yeah. and it's um, on Schenken. On Schenken, yeah, yeah. And you can grab a bottle of wine and sit on the benches, and that's also. I think you can do that at Monovino on Schenken too, which yeah. is also fun. Um, another wine bar, Chateau Chual. Nice. However, tell me if you agree with me. That's a place you go with your girlfriends and not on a date. I've been on a date there. And how was it? It was okay. I think like. I think the vibe there is very fun and feminine, and I think you should go there with your girlfriends and not yeah, on the first date. I agree. I could see that. Um, I went on a date, and um, he was so cold. Mm. And I could tell he was so cold. And I was like, you should have brought a jack. Like, you know what I mean? And I felt so bad, and I just... Oh, wanted... I thought you meant personality-wise. No, he, was, he was physically like, cold. No, physically, he was freezing. It was like winter, and he didn't have a jacket. And I was like... So drink more, but, yeah, like, bud. Like, let's go. just like be an adult who brought a jacket to a date. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're going to sit outside. It's like... February, whatever it was, you know? Totally. Um, um, what else was I going to say about uh, wine bar? Other wine bars that are great? I don't oh, know. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I have this thing where Gazetta, okay? Oh, yeah. I love the bars on Marmarek. There's that stretch of bars. You sure. have Rubina and Peacock and Gazetta. Every time I go to Gazetta, I end up getting a... I think you're really nice, but I think we should just be friends. Text. She's not your bar. I do not have good luck at that bar with yeah, boys. So maybe that's just a no. Yeah, I just feel like Gazetta is cursed for me, and I never get a call back after yeah. <laughs> Gazetta. But, I, you know, whatever. Yeah, I went to that gin bar that opened up right before COVID. What gin bar? It, it was. It's attached to denim. It's like the speakeasy. Oh, yeah. I that's used to a, live over there on Masaryk. Yeah. Denim is fun. Denim is cool. Their nachos are really good, but it's definitely casual. And again, I think it's a place you go with friends. I would say denim is definitely more for friends than yeah. date. Um, is that gin bar cool? Where yeah. they have like the zebra kind of like yeah, exactly. leopard yeah. furniture and stuff? What do you think of cocktail bars? Like of for, you know, like Bellboy, Spice House, 223, you know what I mean? Like, <sighs> okay, the 223. I know, two, you've talked two, about it on your... The 223 is cool. But I just feel like it's, for me, it's very, like, 2013. Like, I'm kind of over over it. it. It's done. It's really cool, but I always see, like, foreign folks going there or, like, Israeli guys who want to impress, like, a Dutch girl who's here for, like, a couple weeks visiting. You know what I mean? Like, nothing against the Dutch. I don't mean it that way, but I just feel like it's, like, a place where... Guys take foreign girls to try and impress them. I also just don't, I don't know, I just don't need like a 60 shekel cocktail. I mean, it depends, but like, I don't need something to be so much. Yeah, it's cool, but it's just, it's it's done for me. It's done. Sometimes I'd rather just have a beer and like, or a glass of wine or just be maybe less. I don't know if it's like high maintenance, but it's just like, sometimes it doesn't need to be a whole thing for me. Yeah. And it used to, again, it was kind of, when it first opened, it was very cutting edge and cool and like, 
ahead of its time in Tel Aviv to have this mixology yeah. type of place. And now it's just like, there's a lot of those places. All over the city. Yeah. Um, so they're cool, but like those cocktails never do it for me. I'm no. Irish. I like a stiff drink. There you go. I need a strong fucking margarita. Shout out again, Bicicleta, <laughs> one of my favorites. And I don't like to walk away from a cocktail bar having just spent like 200 shekel on, on a couple sugar. of on sugar and, and that's juice. Yeah, yeah like just gross. because it comes in a fucking cup that's shaped like a pumpkin like no i'm with you no. i'm with you okay but what about food on a first date food on a first date okay. or any dates like when are we i like to eat but like later on on dates i don't like the whole pressure of ordering food on a first date you know that point at a first date when like someone's like are you hungry and you're like probably you're probably secretly starving and right. all you want to do is inhale a bucket of chips but nah. would you, do you share fl- fries on a first date y- you better fucking share your fries with me let's talk about dinner dates and where it's a good place to go if you want to have dinner on a first second third whatever number date I don't know who these guys who are taking you to dinner are. I was literally sleeping with guys after one drink and then getting <laughs> ghosted. Like, in what world? I'm sorry. If you are going on dinner dates with men, you should be on this podcast, not me. Like, I have nothing to offer you. If, if men are buying you dinner, you're doing great. Like, you don't need advice from this podcast. All right, Just fair go enough. Home. To be fair, I haven't really done a ton of dinner dates myself. Like, well, I, I, when I date, like, my fiance, we go on dates. And yeah. even then, I think like, that those are definitely more, like, relationships or like six, seven, eight dates. And then at that point, you're dating the person. And then, and, and then you assume that they like you and then you can do it. Okay, so the dinner date. So let's let's think about like, okay, there's a lot of bars that have like, you food. know, food. We're back at Bicicleta. We're back at... <laughs> Basically, this is not sponsored by Bicicleta, but their food is fucking good and it's good like casual bar food. Then you go back to Chichetti. Oh, you go to Chichetti. Yes. They have good food. And I also think something that place that does a, does a happy hour. I mean, I'm always like yep. money conscious, yep. but like Delita. Um, yes. Good idea. Yes. They have Delita. a nice happy hour. Yes. Um, and like places that have good food that you can do like a happy hour if you yep. meet someone at like... Well, yeah. I mean, then it's a little earlier, but it's okay to meet at 7 for a date. No, it's not. Don't listen to her. It's never okay to meet at fucking (laughs) 7 for a date, Grandma. What the... 7? Okay, I don't know. 7? I don't know. I just made it up. I've probably never been on a date at 7 in my life. I probably have never been on a date at 7 in my life. I feel like Chugi and Cringe just going on a date before 9 p.m. Like, the other other day, I met met Homeboy at, like, 8, and I was like, oh, my God. But it was Thursday, and we needed to get there to get a spot. Mm. And so, okay, all right, whatever. Um, Another place I just thought of is, how do you feel about Mezcal in Florentine? Mexican restaurant. Yeah, no, of course. I know. Uh, I do think the food has kind of went downhill and they changed their vibes a they lot. They got rid of the nachos. Yeah. It's, what it's, the fuck? I think when restaurants try to change up their really great menus and like, I used to love mezcal. It was yeah, such a vibe. It was. Can we make a change.org petition to have them bring back <laughs> their fucking nachos? And, I mean, is that... But they do have a really good spicy margarita and their enchiladas are good. No, listen. I mean, that's... It's a great spot. I think it just... Again, it depends on what you want to be eating. Yep. And... Also, I think a good option. Now, I know that the Tedder isn't really a date spot, but it can be a secondary location if you're having a fun date and you're like, you know what? A couple of my friends are at the Tedder. Let's go grab some pizza and a beer. Definitely. And then you can end up dancing and having a really good time. That's where I was supposed to end up the other night, but then I ended up at radio. And um, yeah, and that's how I didn't end up with dinner. So 
Mm-hmm. The hangover the next day was brutal. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. We live and we learn. We live and we learn. And we will be hungover again. Yes, we will. Speaking of having dinner on a date. So let's say you have like a, a special occasion and you're going out for dinner. Here's a tip. Have sex before you fucking eat dinner. Have sex before. Have a little pregame to your dinner. Have the your date come over for a glass of wine. I'm with you. Get a little funky, get a little freaky. That way, you, there's no pressure. Like if it's like a Valentine's or someone's birthday or a special occasion, that way you don't feel disappointed because you've eaten like a 10-course meal and then you don't want to fuck. Don't want to fuck, and then you're like disappointed and like whatever. Just fuck before you eat. I'm with you one thousand percent. It's it just it's the way it should be. It's the way it should be, and I don't think that people consider that enough. And then if you do feel like fucking after your meal, you can. Great, you can. Amazing. Okay. Also, another spot. Speaking of dinner. Okay. Um, no, but Lemon Tree, I have, I have to say, I went to Lemon Tree with a friend and perhaps it was just an off night. Mm. We get there. We're the only people there. Okay, mm. fine. It was rainy. The music was so fucking loud. Right. And if we, there's only two people there. There were only like, two of us there. And like, look, I get it. I'm not trying to sound like a fucking dinosaur here, but it was too loud to enjoy it. And we politely asked them, can you please turn the music down? We're the only people in here. And they told us, no, this is part of the whole, like, <laughs> vibe of the place. And I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. There's never a reason to have music so loud that I can't hear myself think. Yeah. Or I can't talk to the other person, especially if it's a date. Yeah. So it was just kind of annoying. And then there, I didn't, everything on their menu was, like, seafood, which I don't eat. Okay, fine. But then the one thing I was able to get was, like, Three fucking bites of food. Okay. I can't stand these Small trendy ass little restaurants. Bar 51. It's on like higher cone uh, and like Trumpledore area. Okay. Everyone was talking about it. I went. The smallest plates I I've ever, I mean, I've never seen smaller plates in my life. 50, 60 shekel. And I'm like, for what? And then you leave hungry. I'm How like, starving. I want to go to Brooklyn and get a slice of fucking pizza now because this is like bullshit. Also, no. I went to Bait Candidoff a couple weeks ago for a friend's birthday. The vibe between all of us was fun. The food was unimpressive. I'm, really? I'm sick of these trendy little restaurants where I leave hungry. Like, I am a hungry bitch. I need an Eggs Benedict that's going to film my body. But that's Tel Aviv. That's why I, like, I'm, if I'm not eating at a happy, I mean, I'm a foodie and I cook yeah. very well. Yeah. So I'm really, I mean, post-COVID, even before, but I'm just disappointed by every restaurant in Tel Aviv and I'm not afraid to say it. Like, Is there any restaurant that isn't disappointing you lately? If I'm going to spend money, I'd rather go drop money, get good ingredients and make bomb-ass food and have a shit ton of it and yeah. have actual leftovers and to leave and be full. Wait, I just thought of a place that I absolutely fuck with so hard yeah. i've never been there on a date okay night kitchen yeah i was gonna say i fuck with night kitchen uh, yeah. so hard yeah. it's not even funny you will not leave that place hungry i have you been on a dinner date there okay and how was it was amazing and i was shocked he made a reservation i'm gonna suggest a night kitchen date because like i've yeah. only been there with my i went there on my birthday that's how much i love that place it's a nice spot if you don't know night kitchen it's on lil and, and bloom and it used to be up on lil and bloom and allenby and then they moved back towards lil and, B, lil and bloom and like right by her Mm-hmm. I fucks with Night Kitchen so hard. Here's why. They have a, a sharing menu mm-hmm. and you get it with a friend and you can get the one with or without cocktails and wine. Though and it's it's amazing. It's unlimited all you can drink cocktails and then you get to pick two entrees, two uh like three yeah, starters. Like it's it's just and like good. a dessert. It's so 
fucking good right. night Right, and that's kitchen. like when I go to Delita also. If you go to Delita Happy Hour, they do a great happy hour. And I eat. like I go. That's what I'll do is like I'll go to these places during yeah. their happy hour because yeah. I don't mind going. And I go right at the end. Like if it goes until 8, I get there at 7.30. You mm-hmm. order before the 8 and then you're there until, you know, 9.30, yep. whatever. Yep. But what about anything in the Karam? Like mm. Hamim Zar. Hamim Zar is right next to Hamalabia. Like... Um, oh, of course, and, of course, and that's of like, course, yeah. So the, and so that's chill like, beers, chill beers, whatever. Yeah, and there's some other the places like that. Um, Salon Berlin, right Salon, over there. Yeah, you yep. know where I go sometimes, just because it's so chill and cheap beer. Um, Googies. I um, fucks with Googies. Yeah, so right? hard. Like, I love Googies. A twenty shekel Fetzi. I mean, shout out to you. Googies. Can't. I mean, we, that is. They're breaking the prices in yeah, Tel Aviv. Yeah. Like, I've got a it, bar on Rothschild, and he can afford to yeah. get 20 shakalchetzis. Everyone else is ripping us off. I, I would say, though, like, I wouldn't feel super romantic at No, Googies. it's not. It's I would not, go to Googies with, like, homies or, like, a, a, a guy I've been seeing for a while, and we just want to go and have, like, some decent bar food and, like, I drink took, some beers. I took a guy there once, though, on a date, and... You took... Say no, again? no. I mean, like we, I, I suggested it. I'm not, paying, I'm, not, I'm not crazy. Okay. okay. Their drinks. Um, no, but we went, and like that was like, you know, because it added some liveliness. They'd never yeah. been. I was, I was like, you gotta go inside. Like, yeah, Googies is a fucking vibe. You know, it's fun to go. I also like to go there like after I eat dinner at Night Kitchen, mm-hmm. and then I'll go to Googies, sit at the bar, and like have some shots, and just like. That's, Enjoy it, and it, it's but they close kind of early because they're mm-hmm. like have the neighbors. But Googies is such a vibe. It's such a vibe. It's also really and, just fun. And there's a thousand tables, you know. It, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. All you know, but chill. the original Googies, not the one on Rothschild. Yeah, I like the one over. Right, I, I I rarely unless someone for some reason invites me to the one on Rothschild. Yeah, I, I only go to the one. Yeah, on anyway. yeah. Was well, speaking of next door, Beit Hamudim. Which is this? It's like it's the one right next to it, and they do live music sometimes, which is very nice. I haven't been there yet. I'll have to try that. I'll they do, but that. I don't know. I think they probably still do live music, but they do live music, and it's like the same vibe. It's just not twenty shekel chetzi, but it's yeah. next door, and it's just as nice. Okay, cool. So if you're looking for a, a budget friendly, then Googies is an option. Again, it's not the most romantic. It's definitely a casual vibe, but it's still very very fun. Yeah, um, Salon Berlin is also Salon definitely a budget option. They're happy hour till ten thirty. Also, um, I really love if I think this is it's a really fun vibe is to do a Friday day date. How mm. do you how do you feel about this concept? I definitely like it because I think Friday day drinking is fun. So fun. It's just like the sun is out. I mean, assuming the sun is out, but yeah. sun is out. It's you're getting, sitting it's like nice. beer bazaar in the shook. I mm-hmm. think is a really fun. Yep. That's like where do you like to drink on a Friday? I always okay. So I have my routine yeah. where I will take myself to the shuk to get like my Shabbat salmon and my sexual challah from that amazing Yemenite bakery over there and have to then I will today. go to Vivian and get a margarita mm-hmm. and I will drink it while I'm doing my shuk shopping and it is just it's such a vibe it just yeah. makes me feel like the best version of myself I love that I love Vivian so much it's really fun you can sit at the bar and you still feel like you're outside. There's always fun people out what there What about partying. a bar? I just thought of it just now, but what about like a bar hop date to the Karam on a Friday? I wanted, if, I, if I'm not doing that this Friday, then like, I'm not doing life. That could be fun. You know like, what I mean? Like you go to Fifi's, you go to Vivian's, yes, you know what I mean? Like Fifi, you, Fifi Shack, shout right? out Fifi Shack. They have great margaritas. Get a little, yes. you know, get a little snack on the way. Yes, okay. I think that, that could right. be a vibe. Homeboy, if you're listening to this, you yeah. now know what I want to do on Friday. <laughs> I'm crashing, by the yes. way. Hi, I'm yeah, we'll run into you. I love it. I love Love it. Friday um, day dates, unmatched. Um, I just thought of something else. Speaking of the daytime um, and the vibe, 
Don't I, I personally the beach dates? Absolutely or, not. I, I just can't. None of those bars on the beach are cool. They're overpriced and they're I hate overpriced. Them. They're garbage. There's like you're drinking fucking wine out of a plastic cup. It's just not. It's just not a vibe. So no. I think we've decided that Dizengoff bars and the beach are just not. It's not a vibe. It's not. It's not we're not over vibe. it. I mean, maybe it's the age, and maybe if I felt differently. And you yeah. know, what? it doesn't mean that I wouldn't want. If you plan a little picnic and you pick up a That's bottle different. of wine, That's different. and you get me some snacks, and we go to and the we, Hilton Park and, and we look at the sunset. Totally and, different. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. And if you put some effort into it, I'll go anywhere with you. Yep. Yep. Amazing. Any final thoughts on? date experiences in Tel Aviv that you want our listeners to really just take home. Be comfortable. Be comfortable. Be comfortable. Before, after, during, go to the date. You know, you said it like only go on dates. You want to go and get excited. But like, that was like a big thing for me is like when I didn't want to be going on a thousand first dates, like I wouldn't, I would take that month off and then I'd get back into it and I'd go and I'd go to places that I want to dress comfortably I'd go to comfortable places. I'd order things that I wanted to. You know what I mean? Don't feel pressured. Right. You're only going to meet the person if you're being your natural self. Amen. And that's it. You're going to find someone. Agreed. I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for coming on this episode today. Please, Kayla, let everybody know where can they find you and your amazing American spice blends. Yeah, you can find us at Israeli Delicious on Instagram, Facebook, all the good things, IsraeliDelicious.com to order. And uh, we'd love to connect. I do cooking classes and lots of fun recipes, tons of my spices. So definitely be in touch. Reach out. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much for providing us with your wisdom, with your delicious spices. And thank you all for listening. Happy dating out there. And with that said, I will see you little hookers, whores, prostitutes, and sluts in the next episode of Kiss in Tel Aviv. Bye.